Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Keeping you entertained as we deal with the continuing fallout of the, uh, they call it the novel coronavirus. Yeah. Jeez Louise. It's I mean, just nuts. It, it is. It almost yeah. makes me want to go to a vacation in Mexico where there are no cases and it's tropical, humid climate. Get the hell <laughs> Away that, from here. There haven't been any in Mexico, really? No, not like really. Like three, like no. three Italians that oh. went to. I mean, Italy is going to hell in a handbag. I feel so. It's scary. Well, the whole country was shut down. Yeah, it's really bad. Million people. They're, they're having to decide who they're going to treat or not because it's so catastrophic. Oh, the cases. It's really, really. Yeah. No, I think that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think maybe that's like one reason like The Bachelor had really high ratings I, last night. Of course. Just sort of a little escapism because you can't watch it 24-7. No, you, can't. you can't be nope. doing all, you know, I mean, you'll just you'll just make yourself nuts. Yeah, you will. You know? Anyway. Well, Julia, can I tell you about kind of an interesting... Um, remember how when the whole Pirates of the Caribbean thing happened, do you remember how that movie came about what that was from what the origin story of pirates of the caribbean i thought it was from keith richards okay no the disney ride the disney ride oh okay the pirates of the, at so disney dumb, but, but at disneyland and i remember okay, at disneyland. going to disneyland and i meant that, the character of johnny depp no, so no, that no, was my but pirates there. of the caribbean is okay. an origin origin movie of a ride at disneyland and that ride was like sort of the first I mean, it's been around so long that, you know, when I went to Disneyland and we drove across country, like coming back from the Philippines. Yes. Like that ride was everything because it had it moved and there was smoke in the eyes. I mean, it was a really like a big experience. That okay. Ride, okay. So that's how Pirates of the Caribbean becomes this Disney franchise movie based okay. on a ride. Based on a ride. Now we have another Movie. It's not coming out until July 24th. Okay. I posted a trailer of it. It's called Jungle Cruise. I was also, wondering what this was. I thought it was a typo. No, it is also based on, you know. A, a ride? A ride. The adventure ride at Disney. So you, at first when I saw this trailer, I was like, because the co-stars are Emily Blunt and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Right. And she's just been everything she, out promoting The Quiet Place. I love her. She's delicious. And she so really is John is. Krasinski. And yeah. he says Quiet Place 2, he likes it even better than the first. It and looks he so didn't scary. even want to make it. It he, looks scary. Well, it's yep. good. Like, it's going to be the big, it's going to be a huge PG-13 horror movie, gross, 
yep. Sally movie because it's, you know, that's the sweet spot. But anyway, um, Disney, you know, the first trailer, it just kind of left people underwhelmed. It kind of came off like a knockoff of The Mummy, the good one. Right. And, um, but then anyway, so now this new, much better trailer, it tells the con, gives the concept. And I thought it gave a good, if, I don't know if you watch it. I feel like Emily Blunt and, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I like their chemistry. They have some, not not romantic, but like but just spiky. Fun. Okay. You know, like, uh, yeah. like that. So it's it's following that magical adventure of Pirates of the Caribbean. And she's working, Emily Blunt is working a real Catherine Hepburn vibe. I, it feels like the African Express or what was the that African called? Queen. Yes. Very sharp and yes. witty. Like, and then and, and she says, just leave me alone to Dwayne The Rock. But she's so good at comedy. Yes, she is. Oh, yeah. And she hardly ever goes there. So Jungle Cruise will probably be just watchable just for her. But The Rock is very charming and rakish in this trailer that I can see. And Jesse Plemons is the I bad guy. And I love Jesse Plemons. In anything. Uh. You know, The Rock's movies are a guaranteed hit. He's one of those home-run box office people. This looks darling. It, yeah, it kind it's of... So, it's so... Yeah. Yeah, it's just... Uh, it looks fun. It does. So it's July 24th, mm-hmm. and then um, with the success of Invisible Man, you know, The Mummy, those people are... Right. I think Holly told us that a couple of days ago. The Mummy is happening and um well the one that looks good is milan that's coming oh, out right it's now it's getting great reviews i think it's next is weekend it, yeah it, it might looks open. so good yes that is getting really really and really... i don't even remember seeing the cartoon milan but yeah. i'll be excited to see this it looks so good yeah so that that's good and then dwayne the rock johnson you know do we follow him on insta Laurie, I, I wish know. we would. Well, why? Because I have to look at more pictures. No, he's just very funny. <laughs> he's I'm very. Just, I'm just being. You know who I plugged in? Sweet Nums. And you know who Sweet Nums is? Who? Not Richard Marks. No, it's Peter. Peter the Bachelor's mom, Barb. To see what she was saying. Oh yeah, what she, she has said. Eighty five thousand followers. Yeah, well, people just followed her. Has she said anything about last night's debacle of a um, mom performance? She has a video camera. Um, nope. No. No, but gosh, because she had to have just been slammed today, and not in a good way. Oh gosh, she's just she's something. And yeah. He, well, Dwayne. Just, but I'm going to look for Dwayne the Rock. Well, he just did a thing where he was trying to get his daughter on Sunday to say to him, "Daddy's the best," and she just kept saying, "Mother," his little two year old oh, or whatever. Oh, he's just he's there as a charm about him. I like him. So, Amazing charm. It, the Jungle Cruise might be the African Queen for kids. That's what it looks like, Laurie. Yeah. Totally, uh, totally. Yeah. I don't think he posts on Instagram. Yeah, he does. All right. I'm looking at it. All right. He's not Dwayne Wade. Dwayne? It's just called The Rock. Okay, thank you. Yeah, just The That's Rock. That's right. The Rock. Yeah, yeah. They saved that for him. I see him. All mm-hmm. right. We'll follow him now. Okay. Uh, so, you know, Harvey Weinstein, one of the things that came out uh, yesterday, and Vanity Fair had a pretty good story about it today, are all the people who were on Harvey Weinstein's red flag list. And remember, Ronan Farrow writes yep. about that in Catch and yep. Kill. But he, some of this stuff was from un, from sealed court documents. Anyway, prior to the publication, uh, anyway, Affleck's name had appeared. We kind of knew that, but we weren't sure how it was. Okay. But, um, yeah, so uh, he was a red flag because he knew stuff. 
Jennifer Aniston was on the red flag list. Of course, all, all, all virtually the all the women he assaulted. Right. And some other producers. Yeah. And, um, of course, Affleck got to know things about him because Miramax put out um, a Goodwill Hunting. Yep. His very first movie. Yeah. 1997 and then starred in Shakespeare in Love and uh, then Ben Affleck remember he said I'll be donating all my residual profits from any of my Miramax and Weinstein company movies because he felt so bad because he did know about this and he he didn't do it he felt complacent yeah Mm -hmm. he was complicit but that must be a a long list of people that aren't even named in this oh I'm sure you know anybody he felt wronged him no but even Even people that might have been a witness to his behavior and yes, might have said yeah. to him in private, hey, I'm not feeling that or whatever. Right. That would be any of that, any threat to what he, how he was behaving and behaving on people. So I feel like he would have had a long list. Yeah. Well, boy, another bad, another lawsuit that we just. Well, first of all, did we talk about his 23 year sentence? Good. What yep. else is there to say? Fine. Fine. Good. Justice. Yes. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. Um, the lawsuit that just comes out, we get we get documents dribbled and drabbled every week. Now, um, Amber Heard, a, oh. a woman who was Amber Heard's assistant for three years, um, was depositioned by Johnny Depp's team. Yep. And she has gone on the record about that she testifies that Amber Heard was mentally and verbally abusive to her with very specific incidents and she said uh, that she's a seasoned vet in the entertainment industry and has been a personal assistant to high profile people. They always have to sign an NDA. Yes, they do. She must have been allowed to do this. Anyway, Amber was dating Johnny when I started working for her. At first, Amber didn't tell me who Johnny was and she would speak in disparaging terms about him. She would say, like, she's dating this old man. And then she disclosed to me it was Johnny Depp, and I met him shortly after that. Uh, he was a little bit shy. He was very pleasant. You know, she said, um, she said she kind of went, she said it when I first I visited Johnny's home, I couldn't believe how similar it was to what Amber was in the process of trying to create. It was almost identical. Um, she got an old-fashioned typewriter, because she gave these specific things. Anyway, uh, she also said that Amber... A lot of her job, once she was out loud about dating uh, Johnny Depp, was getting designer clothing for her to wear for free, Mm -hmm. which I think that is like something that a personal assistant does do. Yeah. Well, right. Okay. And, um, but she said her duties began to change when she was out loud dating Johnny Depp because of how she was. And she said she would scream at me. Over the smallest thing, she was very... She gives example after example. I know. And I'm thinking, well, Amber's team did not depose her. That has to no, be team that Johnny that totally Depp. has yeah. to be team not Johnny that Depp. they felt. But she did work for her for three years. And and they met on the well. set of Rum Diaries in 2011. So she started working for them in 2012 through 2015. So like so, a year later. Yeah, so... And she just said, I mean, just not nice things... About we've heard this about other things about. We already Amber. know she got into a fight in an airport. She assaulted a woman in an airport. I mean, it was her girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. not a real nice person. No. Johnny Depp was uh, 
But there's no fool like an old fool. He was a fool. Yeah, we were. Yes. And we knew it. We're like, what is he doing? And what was she doing? And I still, there's more of me that blames him because he should have known better. He should have known better. He was. He was 51 or 52. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She was 20. He was letting his little head think. Yes, he was. <laughs> As my mom would always say, oh, the, his little, yeah, his yeah, little head is in charge of it. No, he right. should have. No, that was not good on his part. Really wasn't. No. Um, and then uh, Jimmy Kimmel is getting called out. You could expect to see some stories about that tomorrow. What did he do? Well, you know, there's always horror stories about people who work late night okay. TV, the comedy guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. They have brutal hours. Yeah. Uh, the, there's d- demanding guests, demanding bosses, the hundreds of jokes that get shelved and canned and this and that. Anyway, because Pete Buttigieg is going to be filling in for Kimmel. Yes, right. And one of the staff writers for Kimmel said that on the regulars, since when he got hired in 2015, they used the, a bad word for a gay man on the regular. Oh, okay. In the writer's room. Okay. And 2015 is like right now, yeah, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. So anyway, there might be, you know, Jimmy Kimmel, toxic work culture. Yeah. And he's not, isn't denying it either. So he might have to just like be for real and talk about it tonight. Right. You know, that's right. what I, that'd be my advice to you, Jimmy Kimmel. In the brief skim that I did do, which is all five pages of this story. You read all five of them? Oh, yeah. And 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 he's got the receipts, this writer, with emails from Kimmel and stuff. And Kimmel what? doesn't deny it. So all he right. should use his show tonight yep. and be real with that. And as far as Amber Heard and Johnny Depp... This trial is going to get oh, it's just going to so be ugly. so ugly, so so ugly. All right, listen, we come back, we got some dirt alert for you. Dirt alert. All right, Holly, give, keep calm and carry on with this dirt alert. Would you That's please? That's right. We're going to have a Churchillian dirt alert here, where we're going to talk about Katie Holmes on the cover of the April issue of In Style magazine. Yes. She is finally finally giving us just the the teeny tiniest hint of what she was going through when she was divorcing Tom Cruise. Teeny tiny. Okay, all right, like, give it to us. I need teeny. to hear it. Just a, li- <laughs> this is just a little morsel. So in this issue of In Style magazine, she's talking about when she... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. She divorced Tom Cruise back in 2012 and how she dealt with the media attention at the time. And she blindsided him so hard. It was epic. Oh, it was. It certainly was. So Katie Holmes said 
of divorcing Tom Cruise in 2012. She said it was a lot of attention. And I had a little child on top of it. Suri was very young when Katie Holmes left Tom Cruise. And Katie Holmes said, when you have a lot of attention, sometimes you don't want to leave the house because it's just too much. Except for her planned paparazzi strolls that she did the uh, she did strategically all the time for like ten days after after the, that was brilliant. Yes. Remember the ice cream? Yes. The mm-hmm. park bench. Yes. Walking and Suri had her little shoes on. She was yes, showing the little all high heels. No, no, she had no, no, no high heels because oh, yeah, she had right. high. Heels she wore on. sensible flats after oh, yes, she was I out of Scientology. That was the Scientology yes, thing where thing. they let the kid wear the shoes yep. or the things because you're already an alien or whatever. Right, you're already 150 million years old. I and forgot have all about the, yes. of the world. So oh. she did all this planted paparazzi stuff that was messaging to the world. I'm but then okay. I suppose the cameras never really stopped following her. Not really. Mm-mm. Although I would say in the past three to four years, they have they have the uh, paparazzi attention has subsided right. with Katie Holmes and Suri Cruz. And w- because when you see Suri Cruz now, you're like she's thirteen. At yeah, least. no kidding. She is a very yeah. wonderful young lady. Okay, so what else does she say about All it? Right. So she said, Katie Holmes said, you can get consumed by what people think, which is why she didn't want to leave the house. She said, but suddenly you just decide to do things on your own terms. She adds, I feel like I'm finally figuring this out. And That's because she's she said, Yeah, and she said it was also intense. Did she say that? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. That's she not really it, much of a description. No, no. she <laughs> said she had to, because she wanted to get Surrey outside and there was so much media attention on him, she'd go walk her at like 6 a.m. in the yeah. park. And yeah. happened to call the paparazzi to make yeah. sure they get the photo of her. Well, and she said that. Well, here's what Katie Holmes says because yeah. no celebrity is ever going to reveal that they call the paparazzi yeah, right. to have photographs right. taken of themselves. Well, she said, obviously, the world is not what it is today. It's been almost ten years. Social media very different than what it is today. Yes. She said there wasn't, there weren't as many paparazzi or people with phones. Katie Holmes adds, but it was still weird that I was treated differently. She said I felt it was unnatural and that I didn't understand it. Now I don't lead with being a public person. She said, I lead with being a person. You should be kind because that's what people do, not because what pe- you want people to think that you're kind. Oh, now there's mm-hmm. our Tom Cruise reference. Exactly, because Tom Cruise only exists in the public sphere right. as the entity known as Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Who's such a great guy and so nice to everybody on the set, but at home in real life, oh boy. Yeah, and she says... That is a Tom Cruise reference right there. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Katie Holmes goes on to say uh, of her and Suri being out in public in New York, she said, so many people I didn't know became my friends and helped us out, and that's what I love about the city. Because everyone knew, Katie Holmes, what you were going through, and everyone... She literally escaped Scientology, and then she told the world through pictures planted how happy she was. Mm -hmm. Yes, and now the disclosure, non-disclosure, the time is where whatever. Man, at least if you marry Tom Cruise and your dad happens to be one of the best divorce attorneys in the United States, that yeah, that was a real blessing for Katie Holmes. So, what do you think of Katie Holmes talking? But not talking about this relationship with Tom Cruise. Do you think that any kind of legal agreement that they have is coming to one hundred percent? She 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 signed something not to talk. No, no. I I think I think the I think her daughter well, is the number one well, thing that's right, keeping and, her lips sealed. Yes. and I think her her, she's she going to be able to tell us a story one day. Will be will we be here, Julia? 
We don't know. Someone might so, have to leave the book I at want, our gravesite. I want to read <laughs> and the come book. and read it to oh, us. So I didn't read it to you. Read Chapter, it, Holly. Will you remember? You're younger than we are. Yes. Chapter seven. Yes. On Lori Tom and Cruise, Julia, you two were Lori, right. On Tom Cruise's lifts in his shoes when he got married in Italy. Yeah. Oh. Be the, the Where's whole. Shelley? That's when it all started uh, for oh. yeah. Leah Remini. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's what Katie Holmes is saying. About what is, is she promoting? Is this long lost movie that she was like directing? It's called Rare Objects. Okay. So she recently got a green light for the film that she's producing for over four years. So I think that she's getting out there, putting herself out. So I'm thinking that maybe she wants to remind people that she is available for work because Mm -hmm. she purchased a house in Hidden Hills, I believe, and she recently put that up for sale in California. So Katie Holmes live in New York. Well, she bought it for Jamie Foxx, I believe, in the same neighborhood. And then when that all ended, she's back to her roots in the East Coast. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Well, she looks very gorgeous. I, I love her. I love Joey. She's just classy. Yeah. She's classy. Let's Mm -hmm. stick to New York City. Okay, please. The Gossip Girl reboot. We're getting some information about the Gossip Girl reboot. Well, it's actually a continuation of Gossip Girl because it's not a reboot. Yeah. What we know about this is that it's going to be on HBO Max. We don't know when they're going to air it. It's 10 episodes. The Gossip Girl continuation is taking place eight years after the original website went dark. If you watch Gossip yes, Girls, and, and we did, and Kristen we Bell did. said, you know, she signed off. Gossip yep. Girls signing off. Yeah, yeah. So somebody else is taking the Gossip Girl mantle up. Kristen Bell is going to be back as the narrator. Okay. Some of the actors who are going to be in this Gossip Girl continuation, uh, some of the names, if you know some of them, Tavi Jennison. She used to run the Rookie website. Yeah. She's the, an actress. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gen Z. All these people are Gen Z. We've got. Emily Allen Lynn, she's from Code Black. Thomas Doherty from High Fidelity. We also have Zion Moreno from Claws. That is the main cast. Well, you think about Gossip Girl and the two people who really made it. Well, Blake Lively is the big, and then Penn Badgley, Penn Badgley. But it took him a while to get his footing, and but that wasn't really till you. went on to do a Dixie. Um, who was the, the, Rachel Bilson? Yeah, she Rachel wasn't Bilson. on Gossip Girl. Oh, she wasn't. No, what was she on? She was on the OC. OC. Yes. Sorry. Oh, your team. Dramas. Soap dramas. I know. I and know. Ed Eastwick. <laughs> Ed Eastwick. Westwick. Yeah. Westwick. Westwick. Is it Westwick? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, and he was on Gossip yeah, Girl. Yeah, and his career has gone nowhere. He's, he's, had, starting, accu- he's had some big think- accusations leveled against him, Julia. So okay. he's, he's in hold pattern. All right. Mm-hmm. Yes, very much. And there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. I am shocked at your behavior. All right. Who are we, who are we going to find out about today, honey? Well, Julia, the thing I thought that um, we could just talk about is the scandal called the Royal Family. Oh, and you're I going to make us go. go down that path? <laughs> but I'm going to do it in, there's just a couple of different ways that I just have to, because the scandal really, if with you, the royal family that has gone on, and I, 
I, I wish I'd asked Simone St. James, our author, on, because I bet she watches the Vice Channel. Oh. Because sometimes they have a lot of mysteries or they unpack something. Mm-hmm. And last night, they had a, a show on called Meghan Markle Escaping the Crown. And it tackled the real reason why Harry and Meghan left the UK and why there was such a river of abuse, smears, micro digs, blatant, out loud digs, and so much against Meghan from the very beginning. They're racist. That's right, Julia. Yeah. Racist and sexist. Mm-hmm. And that's the period, the end. And this has been the story of the British monarchy since it started. I'm sure. They're mm-hmm. complete, complete yeah. and total snobs. Mm-hmm. And so in this, on this, um, Vanity Fair did interviews with the people that they did in this Vice Channel thing about, okay. about this. And a British journalist um, by the name of uh, Yasmin uh, Alabib Highbrown. Okay. She, she said... I worried about Megan, probably like William wor- worried about Megan, because remember, sure. supposedly the, f- the 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 scandalous rockiness that's happened between the brothers is William said, "Are you sure you and Megan are ready, ready for, for this? what you're going to have to go through?" Right, right. You know, and I'm he probably came right mm-hmm. out and said it with his brother. You know yeah. how racist you look at right. some of our relatives, and you yeah. know. Blah, 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 because they have to go to all this crusty, fusty stuff, and they're probably real with each other. Okay, it's just, this gave me more insight into the thing, because William is like, are you sure you're ready? Of course, what are you at the beginning of a relationship? Of course I am, I can handle anything. Stars in your eyes. So this uh, British, uh, this woman said, listen, it's such a racist country in America. Racism is not qualitatively better but at least nobody denies it exists. Okay. In the UK, yeah. it's somewhat more difficult for people of any color as long as you are not, if you're not all white. She said, because here it's more insidious and hidden and people in the UK do not want to talk about it. They don't want to accept it and they refuse to address it. So mm-hmm. then it's just easy to keep everything as as it were. And so uh, she said... You know, a lot of Americans think, oh, England, it's Notting Hill and, Mm -hmm. you know, the gardens and the palaces. We have this very, but you don't don't realize kind of what is going on if you live there. And then she pointed out to Vandy Fair that Princess Diana, after she and Charles split up, she had not one, but two Muslim lovers. Mm-hmm. Remember the Pakistani heart yes, doctor? Yes, she did. Yeah, yeah. She and then the, Dodi yep. Al-Fayed. Okay, yep. mm-hmm. And she said one after the other. And she said, Great Britain, the papers were apoplectic. Did yep. I say that right? <laughs> I think so. I liked so. it. I liked yeah, it. Yeah, I know the word you mean. They were like exploding with fury. Yeah. And because they were like a potential brown skin stepfather for mm-hmm. Harry. Right. And, and William, what was going to happen to the universe? And she said, Prince William is known or not prince william prince philip is known a by his age you know he's like 97 yeah long time racist we even see that in the crown we do he's completely inappropriate and and uh, this woman who's speaking is of indian descent and okay. she said 
Which there is a large community of Indians. Yes, all the colonialism. One of the things the queen is always like, we're diverse, we're diverse. And then they get a diverse princess. Mm -hmm. And what do they do? Duchess. Right. You know, heckle her right out of the kingdom. And um, she talked about this woman who was talking to Diana Diana, uh, Vanity Fair. She said, listen, my husband's English and I met Prince Philip once. I, but I was born in Africa, and mm-hmm. she's got an, a, an English accent, you know, blah, yes, blah, blah. Yes. And um, I was passing through this line of people, and mm-hmm. Prince Philip turned to my husband and said, is she yours? And I'm standing right next to oh, him in Lord. this receiving oh. line. She said, like, this is just how it is. And she yeah. said, you know, she said, some Brits, not all, can fiercely consider anyone other than white marrying into the royal family. Is it's not done. That is on the side. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, um, and then Vice did this special because they were fascinated. This was a producer talking to Vanity Fair that for, for a lot of people who are family is either guilty pleasure as a fantasy or just good gossip. Yeah. You know, yep. because it if you think about movies and TV shows, sure. and there's just endless amounts. I mean, but but there was this the thing with Megan is that they were just like, whoa, here they had this chance with this duchess. And they ran her right out of town with mm-hmm. all kind, and it was coming from inside the palace. And not once did the queen ever defend Megan. That's what I didn't. I could never understand that why no one would stick up. No one stuck up. And And she still hasn't because she has the power and they worship her in this country. She made them sit in the second row. Yes. And she compares at at Commonwealth Day just the other day. Yes. And Uh she compares that. This is this woman that Vandy Fair is Mm -hmm. speaking to. She said, look at how the queen treats Prince Andrew. Here he has this long, quite shameful TV interview. Mm-hmm. He has a public relationship with this guy after he's convicted of being a sex offender. Mm-hmm. After, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. so not yeah, just yeah. before when he quote unquote didn't know. she goes to church know. with him the next day. And she goes to church mm-hmm. with him the very next day. Yeah. This is my son. You will not change that. But she never did that with Meghan and Harry. So what does it tell you? And she said... Um, she said, I don't know how Diana did it as long as she did, right. because even though she grew up in a dysfunctional, very aristocratic royal family, there was an inclusiveness that she had that people were drawn to. All kinds of people. She was wildly popular. Yes. Mm-hmm. Charles hated it. No, I know he did. You know, and um, so anyway, I, I think that um, and I guess the other thing that comes out in this vice special is that Megan, being an American girl had no idea that Britain was so racist. Mm-hmm. She had no idea. No. She just did not because right. it would be like, and, no. you know, Donna, you might know because your mom was British. You were born in Malta. Maybe you're... you're... Uh, I, I know that for a long time, even into the 90s, racism was rampant oh, it's, yeah. at, in, mm-hmm. at British soccer stadiums yes. when black players started to come into the league. Yes. And it was the, the things they, they were doing yeah. were awful. So, so just the very fact oh. of the queen, and I'll just tell you one other th- uh, thing. Uh, just uh, 
just to, to show you that, because while everyone was at the Commonwealth thing, you know, yeah, they all were at the service, at the service you know, uh, Prince um, Andrew has hired, now we found out he's hired a big new PR person, oh, dubbed the backroom fixer, yep. and he went to a funeral that was recorded in Royal Rhoda as a royal family appearance. So is he trying to backdoor his way in to the royal family? Well, he's going to still do stuff. Well, but he's, you know, I mean, it just, it kind of, it kind of, so here's Megan and Harry leaving because of all of this. And then here yeah. he is dodging the FBI, who was simply trying to get justice for what happened with some of these women with Jeffrey Epstein. And here Prince Andrew knows because of his long friendship. It's a scandal. And it's a scandal that it's not going to go away. It's not going to go Mm-mm. away for the queen. It'll go away because Mm-mm. God bless her heart. She's 93, but she's not done one damn thing to help them. No, I would agree. Lauren. Yeah. And either has his brother and, or his dad. No, and that's I know. what has and, always bothered be, me. And, and why? Because they're all ruled by whatever they feel like is their duty as the crown. Yeah. And, well, that was what the, the the saddest thing I thought when we watched the very first season of The Crown, when you see this young woman having to take over The Crown and she suddenly can't have any feelings anymore about anything. Anything. So that's been going on for years. Yes. So what is this? Big yeah. deal. I am not allowed to have anything. I am... I am a physical thing that is serves the state. I, I, I just, they blew it by not embracing yeah. Megan. And it felt like they and did for, a little bit no. at the beginning because the queen One went day. on the train ride with Megan and she wore that beautiful taupe. That outfit. was all leading up to the wedding yeah. and stuff and all of that. But well, they could have, they could have had, they could have had it because they are supported so much by British monarchy money. And the mm-hmm. queen has been preaching about how the Commonwealth has become more diverse and they're embracing and here. They had right in their own family. And, and Harry was just like, my son is not going to grow up with all this BS. Yep. So, you know, it, it's still. A, but I do, it, it is a rift that is sad. Yep. It's deep. It's deep. Yeah. Deep as the Grand Canyon. Gonna, yeah, that's right. It's going to be a vintage scandal for years. It's going to be for years. <laughs> anyway, and there's and the all Queen Prince. better quit shaking hands with everybody or she's going to go down from coronavirus. I mean, she continues to shake hands. No, she's wearing gloves. She's wearing gloves. Are you sure? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's wearing gloves. All right, listen, we'll be right back. Or they're posing as Greta Thunberg and her father. Now, nothing that Harry uh, said. Um, so, what were they hoaxing him to do? Well, they, they were hoaxing. They got his phone number. They got yeah. That's really what I want to yep. know is how did they have the phone number and why wasn't this leaked while they were having all their everything happening in the UK for their farewell thing because they've had this since January. So then I think. Coincidence timing, or conspiracy oh, boy. for for this because it would be embarrassing to be pranked. And all he said, he said nothing incriminating. Nobody out there was thinking Prince Harry was pro Brexit or pro Trump. No. Okay. No. If anything, it confirmed what we always thought his beliefs were, but he could never let us know because he was a working royal. Sure. Okay. okay. It is embarrassing to be punked and recorded. And the son had the exclusive, but he didn't say anything. Happening and these calls happened weeks ago, literally mm-hmm. eight weeks ago, and they just come out late yesterday after their home. That's what you're questioning the timing. 
Why now? Well, the timing is actually in Harry's favor. Now it would have been embarrassing it if would have been, been there. To- yeah. Totally yeah, yeah. embarrassing. So was it in his favor for a reason? It's just a coincidence or conspiracy. My only doubt, I guess, is that Harry absolutely hates the sun. Oh, I'm sure. But, f- you know, he urges Greta to continue with her efforts. Mm-hmm. And he's not a fan of Boris Johnson or Donald Trump. He talks about meeting someone like Megan who's willing to fight back against the tabloid. I mean, it's all like really stuff we already know. But my favorite comment was when he asked about Prince his his uncle Prince Andrew. What did he say? What did the scandal? They Greta and Greta and her dad asks about his uncle. That seems odd. Well but this was deep into the conversation. It's Prince Harry's voice. We're not going to play Prince Harry's right. Yeah, no, I understand. He says, I have very little to say on that, but whatever he has done or hasn't done is completely separate from me and my wife. We operate in a way of inclusivity and we're focusing on community. So we are completely separate from the majority of my family. But the burn is whatever he has done or hasn't done. Uh-huh. He's leaving room yeah. for interpretation mm-hmm. that's right mm-hmm. he's yeah. clearly not prepared to vouch for uncle edward and we operate in a way of inclusivity so that was like he just called bs on the the british royal message of embracing diversity with that answer right i'm just saying it looks favorable for him i mean you know for it to come out today just saying yeah. instead of ruining the sparkle raindrop picture at the endeavor funds or you know all of her Great revenge dressing that she was doing oh my over the weekend. So good. Beautiful. See what yeah, you're going to miss. Right. Oh my gosh, yeah. that fashion was just went it on was for fun. days. Yeah, it did go on for days. For days and days. All right. So uh, listen, how are we going to stay calm tonight about uh, everything that's going on in the world? I'm going bowling. Okay, that's good. I'm going bowling. I plan on giving everyone I know massive amounts of. Crap. Okay. Perfect. And talking about sex and drinking. <laughs> oh God, that will take bad off everything. Drinking gingers two and big sodas. gingers and maybe, and maybe having a couple of thin mints. Oh, oh, gosh. the okay. ginger and the thin mints. That's yeah. right. I'm going to call my mom. I'm not yep. going to watch any news. I'm going to rely um, on Casey, my partner in the zombie apocalypse, to let me know <laughs> if I need to know anything. <laughs> and he will tell. Yeah. Me. And mm-hmm. I'm probably going to have hour to. Long. Tomorrow, I'll probably have to watch, and whenever anything really scary gets happening in the world, I like to then watch something scarier in real life, and I go, what was that zombie one we were watching last summer? Everyone was watching on Netflix. People were running through the neighborhood. It was a zombie. It was a series. I didn't watch it, so I I can't help you out at all. Something political must have been happening that was driving me crazy, and Casey and I watched it, and I'm telling you, it was a real good, it just, you know... I'm going to go home and don't watch the movie Contagion. Don't watch that. Or Andromeda Strain. Or Andromeda or read any kind of whatever, but you might want to read a book. Call somebody you haven't talked to to in a while. while. Look at pictures of babies and puppies. Something. I mean, you know, it's it's just, yeah, it's really, it's, you know. It's something. It is. It is. It's a lot of a lot. You have to get away from it. Yeah, I do. You do, but I, I mean, I, the more yeah. they, the more things that get canceled and this well, and that. Well, the NCAA and, tournament here, Donnie, the wrestling tournament, they're not going to have people in. The fans. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, but yeah, but at the, at the same time, at the same this time, is, you, you this have is what to we do have it. to do to stop it. I'm okay with it. I'm we okay with social distancing and and everybody like being really like super conscientious about um, cleaning cleaning. And, but the thing that does make me worried and upset is that there are people who don't get sick days who will go to work, and that puts everybody at risk. And there's a lot of people who don't have the benefit of paid sick leave. Right. I mean, it's yeah. just a, it's a true fact. So. Um, okay. It's just, it's very, it's very, very worrying. And I couldn't be happier to be throwing my Hello Kitty ball tonight. I feel like I'm, that Hello Kitty I'm going to throw it hard tonight would you and take, take out some Would aggression. you take, have someone take a videotape of it and send it to me so we can post it on Insta. That Hello Kitty yeah. ball. Please, that ball makes me smile. Please. Strike, strikes only. Please. Strikes only. No, just take a picture. Of, a long take video. a picture of you okay. with Kitty. I, this holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.